Greetings everyone, this is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday, 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. You can listen locally in the Green Bay, Wisconsin market, or anyone that's outside of the listening area can also join us. We do advertise outside of the local listening area that we are on the air broadcasting about health and nutrition. So even if you have friends or relatives or family members that live outside of the listening area and you think they may enjoy the program, may get something out of it, maybe they're suffering from some kind of disease or condition, maybe they're not healthy, maybe a little bit of encouragement about changing your health can make a huge difference. And I really truly believe If you change your diet, the food you're eating, because you can't expect the American diet is going to cause diseases. Now that's pretty rare to say that, right? The American diet has probably killed more people than any other reason. Because heart disease, type 2 diabetes, arthritis, and even cancer are caused by the American diet. And it's made more lethal because of the food that we're eating. So maybe you want to share this with somebody. They can go to our website, terrytalksnutrition.com. They can listen live by changing their times at wherever they are to be on the same time we are here in the Central Standard Time in the USA. Or they can go to the archive section of the radio shows and bring up any radio show that they would like to listen to. And they can also do that with our newsletter. I send out a weekly newsletter on Friday to your email address. If you've subscribed to it, you'll get it every Friday. Or you can subscribe to it so that you do get it every Friday. And there are also many of those past newsletters archived on the website. There's a lot of good information as well. But there's more information. You can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at Terry Talks Nutrition. Also, I have a YouTube channel. And that channel is youtube.com slash Terry Talks Nutrition. And you can also listen and watch the Doctor, the Terry and the Dr. Lynn show. It's a podcast. You can watch it on terrytalksnutrition.com. Or you can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, Player FM, Audible, Deezer, and Podcast Attic. We're looking for ways and looking for platforms that you can follow us more conveniently so you don't miss any of our news and scientific reports and how to be healthier. Health is not brought by drugs. Drugs can save lives at a certain time. But they're not to be used 
as your everyday health program. Now, I'm not telling you not to use your drugs. If you're taking drugs, talk to your doctor. I don't know why you're taking drugs, and you may need those drugs because you may have dug a hole so deep that you can barely see out of the, the hole. And sometimes we have abused our body so badly that we can't have any real way to get out of the hole without drugs. So drugs do have a place in our society. But they're not to be used because we don't have a good healthy diet. I absolutely believe and I have met hundreds if not thousands of people when I lecture across the country and myself personally. Changing your diet changes everything about you. Your attitude. Your mood swings. The diseases that you have. You can reverse those diseases. You can slow those diseases. That you have a better quality of life and longevity. And you can prevent diseases by choosing a better diet. Food is the medicine, our medicine, not drugs. And you can't reach out to your doctor because your doctor doesn't know anything about health and nutrition. They look for diseases and treat diseases. But most of the diseases that we have today, currently, that you might be fighting with, challenged with, are brought about because you're eating a bad diet. That does not make sense. You can't keep pouring sugar in your gas tank of your car and expect it to work right and take it to a mechanic and say, fix it and keep putting more sugar in your gas tank. Does that make sense? No, it does not make sense to me. You can't keep damaging the car and have it repaired over and over and over again because you're continually abusing the car. And we are continually abusing our bodies by the American diet. The American diet kills people. 98% of all of our diseases today that people are being treated with drugs are caused by our choices, our lifestyle choices. Boy, what does that say? That says Whatever we are doing daily, the choices we make daily are causing our diseases, and yet we continue to do the same things over and over again. Now, I know it's not easy to change the diet. It takes discipline. You're going to have to give up some of your favorite foods. You're going to have to stop eating junk and trash garbage, which sometimes gives you pleasure. Just because they're riddled with sugar and vegetable oils, flavors, artificial flavors, artificial colors, they can make a food or represent a food and package it and sell it 
which has no nutritional value whatsoever, but calories and sugar, and refined carbohydrates, white flour, white bread, all our trash. Now, if you want to eat that way, hey, I'm not going to stop you. But I'm just going to tell you that you can have a better life if you want to. You don't have to have arthritis. Or at least minimize the effects of arthritis. Or any disease. Inflammation causes pain. Inflammation causes 98% of all of our diseases. Where do we get inflammation from? Carbohydrates, sugar, omega-6 fatty acids that are commonly found in vegetable oils, and stress. If you changed your diet, you could probably reduce 90% of all of your pain unless you have so damaged your joints to a point where there is nothing left and you try something you say, well, it doesn't work. Well, you started too late. If you've got bone on bone, nothing is going to change that. You're going to have pain. But you can minimize that pain. I know people with bone on bone joint. And that's not going to change. But the pain has reduced drastically. Without drugs. With even out, without supplements. And if you do need something, supplements will make it even better than drugs. Like curcumin. Or boswellia. Or black sesame seed oil. Or the combination of those three. Has been featured in several studies to show that it is a Remarkable acute pain reliever. And no side effects. All drugs have some side effects. All of them have many side effects. Some very serious and some not as serious, but still there are side effects. Don't take drugs for something that you know you can change by changing your lifestyle, by changing your diet. Because inflammation comes from our diet. And inflammation starts all the damage that we then view as symptoms and diseases, which gives which the FDA then gives drug companies the right to make a drug to eliminate those diseases which are brought about by your diet, and then you're spending money for drugs, and you're not getting healthier because you're taking drugs. They don't make you healthy. Food makes you healthy. The right kind of food makes you healthy. The food without the carbohydrates and the sugar and the vegetable oils. That's why we're here. I'm just trying to make a point that you don't have to live the way you are. But you've got to make some changes. You know, the, what is the sign of insanity? 
doing the same things over and over and over again and expecting different results. You can't do the same thing over and over and over again and get better. You've got to change. You've got to want to be better. You have got to want to make change. You have got to want to at least try it. If you tried a change of diet, like the ketogenic diet or the paleo diet, for 90 days, you would be sold. But you know, it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying if you want to, and if you're tired of the way you are, and you want to make changes, you can. So that's why we initiate this program, just to bring you some ideas. So think about it. And today we're going to talk about our featured topic, Andographis and Ashwagandha. We're going to also talk about a new study on melatonin. I just wrote a book on melatonin. In fact, one of my annual goals of 2021 was to write 10 new health books. I've got five or six done. So I've got another five or six to go by the end of the year. I will do it. And I wrote a book on Andrographis. I wrote a book on melatonin. I wrote a book on grapeseed extract. I wrote a book on how to relieve pain. And now I'm writing one on anxiety, how to reduce anxiety. And then my next topic is propolis. I want you to have more information. And reading helps you understand more because in an hour I don't have much time to cover the topics sufficiently enough to make a point. It's the tip of the iceberg. And you can find my books on Amazon under Terry Lemerand, L-E-M-E-R-O-N-D, Terry Lemerand. I wrote some of the books on my own. Some I have worked on together with one of the top scientists in their field on that subject. So I have worked with Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, Dr. Alex Panosian, Dr. Ajay Goyle, Dr. Holly Lucille, Dr. Lynn Wagner. So I have some top scientists in the medical field that I have been so honored to work with. A couple of them I worked on worked on it my on myself, but these are available on Amazon. They're also available on TerryTalksNutrition.com, and they're also on TerryNaturallyVitamins.com. You can find them in a variety of places. They're worth the read. They will make ideas and 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 challenges easier to make those transfers. So let's talk about andrographis and ashwagandha. We'll also talk about melatonin. Melatonin is one of my 
favorite subjects, 28,000 studies on melatonin. Some people say, well, isn't that for sleep? Yes, because melatonin only works at night. So that, that's why it improves the sleep cycle, the circadian rhythm. But it has tremendous benefits for every disease imaginable. And then we're going to discuss how to treat COVID-19, especially what they call the long-haul COVID, what happens after. Many people have many other symptoms that they don't recover from. And there is a very special food that can help overcome the long haul of COVID-19. And there is a drink that is good for your liver. We'll talk about that. And are you eating a migraine-promoting diet? All our diseases are caused by a eating a promoting, unhealthy diet. We'll talk about Lyme's disease and about sugar and how it affects your body when you drink soda with high fructose corn syrup and how it increases colon cancer. We have a lot more that we're going to cover. So let's get going into the meat of the subject and talk about adaptogens and the graphis and ashwagandha are both considered adaptogens. And adaptogens is a class of herbs that will help keep your body systems in balance, running smoothly, especially during times of stress and a crisis, emergency. Adaptogens are herbs that have no side effects. And they're like a tonic to the body. They don't do one specific thing. They do many, many, many things. They balance the body. They balance the hormones. And when our body is under-functioning, tired, exhaustive, under a crisis, under stress, adaptogens will bring the body up to a balance. And if it is over-revving, it'll bring it down because it's too high. So these herbs balance the pathways and the enzyme systems in the body. And andrographis and ashwagandha are two of the most important adaptogens with a wide range of health benefits. First of all, they increase energy levels of the body. If you're tired, exhausted, chronic fatigue, you just don't feel good, you have no get up and go. It's gone. And these two herbs will increase your energy levels without sapping you, without taking away anything from you. There are stimulants that can give you more energy temporarily. But in time, the body becomes adjusted to them and they don't work anymore and you're more tired. 
Andrographis and ashwagandha can improve your sleep cycle. It can boost the immune system to prevent illnesses and speed recovery after you've had an illness. They can sharpen your focus, concentration, and mental acuity. Mental clarity. Learning skills. They can restore hormones to their optimal levels. Adaptogens are health-giving. And this is an amazing combination of adaptogens. Andographis and ashwagandha. Fifteen subjects or adults age 60 to 75 with mild cognitive impairment meaning mental focus, concentration, memory, all of that cognitive function is impaired. And you find this often with elderly people. And these 15 adults received a combination of standardized ashwagandha and andrographis for four weeks. Then the researchers evaluated the electrical activity of the brain, how the brain is functioning, and also checking the mental function using a very special called D2 test for cognitive attention. That means memory, learning skills, focus, concentration, mental clarity, understanding, because sometimes people are in a fog. As they get older, they're in a fog. They don't think well. It takes them longer to do certain skills or to do puzzles. They can't concentrate. They're living in a fog. Their memory is shot. They walk into a room and they forgot why they went into the room. Why, why did I come in here? Oh, 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 yeah, I'm looking for this or that. So the results of this study, after just four weeks, <clears throat> it increased brain wave patterns associated with calmness and relaxation were the two most noted conditions detected by this test. But then as well, they found some improvement on coping with stress. Improvements in mental function were also noted after just two weeks of use. So this is helping the brain and the brain's activities. But it also had an effect on immune function. Andrographis is one of my most favorite herbs for cold and flu, for COVID infection, for kidney and bladder infection, all infections including upper respiratory tract infections that are commonly found in COVID-19. China, Thailand, and several other Asian countries 
are now recommending to their population to take andrographis to be healthier against COVID-19. Even China. Andrographis has a very direct antiviral activity and has been found to activate against influenza of all kinds, the common cold, as well as hepatitis, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, swine flu, cold sores and fever blisters, and also in the study of curcumin for colon cancer, grapeseed extract in studies on colon cancer, andrographis was the strongest, most effective herb for reducing the size of tumors better than drugs. In a clinical trial, using andrographis as a treatment for the common cold by day three, symptoms were reduced by 50% versus the placebo group that did, that did not improve. Ashwagandha also has, been, has benefits for the immune system. One of its most important compounds with afferent A, which is the key compound that's found in ashwagandha, has been shown to block COVID-19 from binding to cell receptor sites in the lungs and the heart, preventing damage of those areas, the lung and the heart. So what should you know about andrographis and ashwagandha? Both of these adaptogens should be standardized. Not just powder, but they are standardized into a powder to their most important and powerful compounds. Now, I'm going to tell you more about andrographis and its key compound. I'll talk to you more about ashwagandha and its key compound, and what you should be looking for if you want a very high-quality, clinically studied, standardized combination of these two very powerful adaptogens. I'll come back in just a moment. I've got to take a break. I'm at, at the bottom of the hour. So it's time to take a break. But stay there where you are, because I'm coming right back to where I am. And I'll talk more about andrographis and ashwagandha, right here on Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally, back right after this. Welcome back, my friends. We're here with our second portion of the program. We're here until the top of the hour. We're here to share more information with you as how you can be healthier. And it starts with diet. Now, I'm talking about ashwagandha and andrographis in the first segment of the program. Very powerful, healthy adaptogens that have no side effects. And they are very powerful, antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, infections of all kinds, cancer, helping you sleep better, 
They have wonderful attributes. But don't just take supplements. Also make sure that you make some drastic changes of your diet to give you even better health. So now, we want, how do we look for a good andrographis and ashwagandha product? You want to get the right standardized, scientifically studied form of these two herbs. There's a lot of products on the market that are not standardized. They are not of high quality. They don't even contain andrographis or ashwagandha. They may be spiked with something else. There's no regulation on what companies sell. And I'm, it's unfortunate. People are buying junk supplements on Amazon and other sites. Be careful what you buy. But both of these adaptogens that we're speaking of, andrographis and ashwagandha, should be standardized. That means there are key compounds have a standardization of a milligram dosage. Otherwise, you can buy ashwagandha powder and you have no idea, even if it contains the key compounds, the compounds that have its healing benefits. So, andrographis is standardized to 20% of its key compounds that are called andrographolides. I know that's a big, you know, andrographolide. But that's the key compound. That's what makes it work. But if the companies are selling products that don't have any andrographolide, they can still call it andrographis, even if it's the most cheap, dirty, un- unstandardized, poor quality, they can still call it andrographis, but they don't care where they got it. They don't care if they standardize it. It's junk. There's junk in all areas of the food industry as well as supplements that are sold online particularly because people don't know what they're buying. They just hear things. Now you heard me talk about andrographis and ashwagandha. And you can go online anywhere and buy these, but are you buying the right thing? That's what you have to think about. And ashwagandha contains compounds that are called withanolides. And these withanolides are standardized to 35% total withanolides. This is the only product in the market in America that is standardized to 35%. Most Ashwagandha is not even standardized. But it may have some place of 2 to 5% with anolides. The one you really want is the one that is standardized to 35%. That is 7 to 10 times greater strength than any other Ashwagandha on the market. So, my recommendation is to take a combination of these two herbs, about 200 milligrams of andrographis 
and 150 milligrams of ashwagandha daily. Some people might want to even double this, and that's okay. You can double it. No side effects. So this is very safe, no side effects, and gives you a tremendous health benefit. Now here's a new study on melatonin. So many people have believed that only melatonin is a sleep aid. That's for people that can't sleep well. Right, you're right. Because melatonin is only secreted at night. When it becomes dark, the pineal gland in the brain releases melatonin. But the amount of melatonin has been decreased drastically by age. The older we are, the less melatonin is secreted. So it's very, very important to take a good melatonin product. So you're getting the best results. But based on the 28,000 studies on melatonin, probably one of the probably one of the most studied molecules in the world. Natural, natural molecules. There are many other studies on drugs and other compounds, but to have a naturally occurring molecule, to have 28,000 studies is remarkable. And 18,000 of those studies are on antiviral, anti-cancer, one of the most powerful antioxidants, a very powerful anti-inflammatory. Now here's a new study about melatonin treating indigestion. Every cell in our body has a receptor site for melatonin. It affects every cell in our body. It is probably one of the most health-promoting molecules in the world. Some scientists, even scientists, PhDs, treat it as a miraculous molecule. Now, melatonin has been previously reported that low levels of melatonin may cause dyspepsia. These are symptoms of indigestion, dyspepsia, especially pain in the upper abdomen after eating or drinking. A new clinical trial in postmenopausal women with H. pylori infection, and dyspepsia found that serum melatonin levels were less than 50% than normal women. There were healthy controls. All the women were treated with a standard antibiotic for the infection for 14 days. But half of these Patients also received melatonin at nighttime. And the other half of the placebo for six months. Now this is a powerful result. Dyspepsia 
and their symptoms and its symptoms resulted in 84% of the group being treated with melatonin and 43% of the placebo group. How much would you take? Well, everybody will benefit from a little bit more than normal. I take it. I sleep like a baby. I sleep as sound as, as possible. I have no sleep disorder. I have no sleep problems. But I take melatonin. And from the research I've read, and I've read textbooks, I've read um, more consumer-friendly books sold on the counters, over the counter. I've read studies. I didn't didn't read 28,000 studies, but I read many of them. And I think everybody, everybody, regardless whether you sleep or not, sleep well or not, should take melatonin. Because of all the other huge benefits that it has for health promoting. So, when you take melatonin, it has a half-life. And when you have a half-life, that means 50% of what you have just taken will be available for X number of minutes or hours. So like some things like St. John's wort. There's a very special form of St. John's wort that has a half-life of 24 hours. So you only need to take it once a day. The half-life, meaning that 50% of the melatonin will be excreted in 35 to 45 minutes. It's gone. So the best way to really get the best benefits is to take a melatonin that is sustained release over a period of hours. Five to seven hours. So you get a full night's release of melatonin. So I take 15 milligrams of melatonin every night. Five of that 15 milligrams is a quick release, fast release, chewable tablet. And I also take the sustained release, 10 milligrams, at the same time. So I'm really taking 15 milligrams about an hour to two hours before I go to bed. The 5 milligram will be used up very quickly. But it's like a jump start. Getting everything going because it's quick acting. The 10 milligrams of sustained release can be felt for five to seven hours later. So, melatonin is very important for every one of your body functions. The problem with is when you take melatonin. Or even if you don't take melatonin and your body is releasing some of the melatonin from the pineal gland and you go to bed and you get up to go to the bathroom, you turn on the light or maybe there's a nightlight in the bathroom 
As soon as your eyes pick up the light, it stops melatonin production because it believes it's time to get up. So any kind of light inhibits melatonin production. With sustained release, that improves the function of melatonin. Because you might get up through the night to go to the bathroom, or maybe you're going to attend the children or the baby crying, whatever it might be. And you go back to bed and you can't sleep. But with a sustained release, you may have three or four more hours of melatonin function. So it works more effectively longer than a regular form of melatonin. So I use 15 milligrams. Isn't that too much? No, it's not. You may not need as much. You may not want to take as much. Maybe you don't feel it affects. I don't. It, it can be a number of things. But melatonin is the safest molecule studied today. Very, very safe. Absolutely non-toxic. So you can take it very, very safely. You can give it to children. It has a tremendous benefit for health. Not just sleep, but for overall healthy functions of the body's chemistry. It regulates so many different functions of the body that it's mind-blowing. When you look at 28,000 studies and you look at textbooks using it 20 milligrams to 100 milligrams at night for different forms of cancer, especially prostate and breast cancer. Hormonally driven cancers have a tremendous benefit from taking melatonin. And here's just another result of how melatonin is. All these studies are just coming to the forefront now. For years, from almost from the mid-1990s. It was only sold for sleep. But now, melatonin can treat every condition in the body. It should be one of your most common things you take. Take a really good multivitamin and mineral supplement. Take a omega-3 fatty acid supplement. And add melatonin. Very, very powerful. Now we have a study that shows that it treats indigestion, dyspepsia. Unbelievable. Good results, good studies, and good health. Now here is a way to treat COVID symptoms. Some new research that has just come out on how we can improve COVID because COVID has left people with many lingering illnesses, which is called the long-haul COVID. You're not over it. You might have it for three or four or five or six months. 
And some women are finding that they lose their hair. There are many, many, many symptoms that are plaguing individuals who have gone through COVID-19. They recovered. They no longer are infected. But they still have a lot of symptoms. And I love this study because they use a food to counteract the symptoms in the early stages of COVID and they prevent severe or lingering illnesses commonly called long-haul COVID. Now there are two studies that are attempting to find out why this works so well. It works extremely well. And this food is olive oil. I love olive oil. I get anywhere from four to six tablespoons a day of olive oil. It's a food, but to me it's a medicine. So can olive oil polyphenols, you know when you take an olive oil supplement off the spoon, you should get a tickle in the back of your throat or a little stinging. And sometimes it may even cause you to go <coughs> kind of cough up. Those are the effects of polyphenols. Polyphenols cause a little bit of a catch in the throat. If a olive oil has no high level of polyphenols and it's really buttery, olive oil is still good because it's omega-9 fatty acid, but you don't have the polyphenols. And we need the polyphenols. So two studies are trying to attempt to find why the olive oil polyphenols work so well in reducing the symptoms of COVID-19. The first study, they gathered 60 patients over the age of 50. They were admitted to the hospital with mild COVID symptoms, and they were treated with olive oil, olive oil polyphenols, in addition to standard medication for three weeks. Study number two, polyphenols from olives plus flavonoids from citrus fruits like oranges, were given to patients with lingering COVID symptoms lasting weeks after the initial infection. The infection, they're no longer infected, but they have fatigue. They feel like a truck ran over them. They have joint pain. They have memory loss. They're just not healthy. They're just not back to normal anymore, but they're not infected. The infection's gone. But the infection left them with fatigue, with joint pain, with memory loss, hair loss. So how can these patients recover from these lasting symptoms? Weeks, months, up to a year, more. They never get back to their old self. COVID infection causes inflammation in the endothelium cells, cells that line 
the blood vessels. And while olive oil polyphenols have been shown to reduce inflammation and improve the endothelial function. I would suggest always use olive oil as a food supplement. Don't just put it on your salad. Half the oil you put on your salad will be left in the bottom of the bowl or all of the side of the bowl. I think olive oil is too high quality and too expensive if you use really, really good olive oil and you shouldn't waste it. Don't lose it on a salad. So that's why I take it by the spoon. This morning when I left home, I took two tablespoons of olive oil with my breakfast. I'll probably take two or four more this afternoon. Olive oil to me is medicinal. Include it freely and frequently in your diet. Now we're talking about olive oil. Let's talk about another drink that is good for you. In fact, it's good for your liver. And that drink is coffee. Drink coffee for a healthier liver. Researchers in England gathered 10 years of health data from almost 500,000 adults to look at their coffee intake versus the incidence of liver disease. There's a large, large population worldwide today that has a liver disease called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. It's a chronic liver disease. Now, is it really a disease? Well, drug companies like to call it a disease because that gives them the right and approval of the FDA to look for a drug, develop a drug that then can be treated, treat patients with chronic liver disease like non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Well, what causes non-alcoholic fatty liver disease? Sugar. At one time, it was alcohol. Alcoholics had fatty liver disease, cirrhosis of the liver, chronic liver disease, and now children, a large population of children, a huge population of American adults, have fatty liver disease because of the consumption of so much sugar in the American diet. So we can change that with just food. Participants who regularly drank coffee, and I hope, I hope, no sugar in the coffee, had reduced risk of liver disease versus those who did not drink coffee. So they found out for those that drank coffee, three to six cups per day, 21% reduced the risk of chronic liver disease 20% reduced risk of fatty liver disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, 
49% reduce the risk of death from chronic liver disease. Coffee. Coffee is very high in compounds that are called antioxidants. They protect the cells from damage. All types of coffee. Decaffeinated because you don't need caffeine. Caffeine is not a key compound for improving the liver function. So it can be decaffeinated. It can be instant and also ground. Produce benefits for the liver, but ground coffee had the best results. Ground coffee has the highest levels of the most potent compound in the coffee bean than other forms of coffee. So if you're drinking coffee, there should be a limit. You don't want to drink coffee all day. But if you drink three or four cups per day, or they found that even up to six cups per day was very advantageous to improve liver function. So when you can reduce chronic liver disease 21%, reduce the risk of fatty liver disease by 20%, 49% reduce risk of death from chronic liver disease by coffee. That's why I'm telling you that your diet is as, as, as effective and successful as drugs. And there's no side effects. The only side effects of coffee is if you drink too much too late and it interrupts your sleep, well then drink it earlier or less. But you're not going to have a lifetime side effect. Well, my friends, another hour has passed. And so I'll be back here again tomorrow, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock Central Standard Time on Sunday. Please join me. If you want to be healthier, listen to some of these things and you can make yourself healthier. There's no question. I am convinced food is your answer. So say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. God bless you and God bless America.